He looks different. Yeah. Let's say he looks different. I look weird. I look at the stuff and I'm like, what's wrong with me? I look yeah. different. Weird. You guys get pumped up with that music? Like you just want to go out and punch an orphan? Absolutely. Well, Orphus? Maybe a norm, not an orphan. Yeah, we don't call them orphans here. What we'll call, call those um, without family. You call it a norm? What are those things in the lawn? You put them down. A gnome? A gnome? A gnome. <laughs> a gnome? You can't adopt a gnome? <laughs> you just go buy them at Home Depot, dude. What do you Oh, think? they're so weird. Do you ever go to a, a, a gnomonage? Gnomonage. Yeah, to, Do they even have orphanages anymore? Orphan orphanages? Yeah, they're called Walmart. Isn't it called? <laughs> it's like a group home or something. Home Depot. But speaking yeah, of gnomes, <laughs> I, I think I, I mentioned this to you guys before. I've heard this. I don't know if it's true, but you know when you go to somebody's house and they have like that little cement statue of a pineapple right by their front door? No. You guys ever mm. see that? They have it all around here, dude. You know what it means? Really? It's the sign of the swingers. Swingers. <laughs> oh, Seriously? <laughs> so, that hey, so you could like knock on the door at night, be like, hey, man, I'm here for the gang bang. If I get a necklace with a pineapple, <laughs> you think I'm supporting the swinging? There's so much stuff that I don't understand because I genuinely like pineapple and I think it might be kind of cool to have a, a fake pineapple in front of my house, but apparently that means that I'm like open to. I strongly, I strongly encourage that you buy a pineapple. Hey, who's who's no. the guy like pineapple on his pizza again? That's me. True. Oh, that's why, Bill. Yeah. Pineapple mm. on pizza. Have you ever grilled pineapple on the grill? It's it's pretty epic. How do you have time to grill when you're doing the gangbangs with all your pineapple things? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it means, yeah. man. That's what, yeah. that's what it means. So so hey, Chris, real quick before we get sidetracked on yeah. other conversations, let's address the elephant in the room. If you guys haven't noticed, Chris has had a mental breakdown. That's why he lost all his hair. He pulled a Britney Spears on us and just shaved it all off. <laughs> so you want to really know how it went down. I was in the bathroom and I got my clippers out and I'm just kind of clipping and, you know, going, you know, manscaping everywhere. And, you know, mm -hmm. you kind of go crazy. And then I said, you know, I'm going to shave my head like normal. And then I start shaving around here and I'm like, well, I'm kind of bored, nothing else to do. So I start shaving, creaming my head and then my wife walks in. She goes, what are you doing? And I go, I'm about to shave my head. She goes, please don't do that. And then shuts the door and walks out. So like, right, you cool. did it. Yep. Nobody cool. does that because they're bored. Guys, cool. the, com the comments on Facebook, guys, some of your comments are hilarious. They are hilarious. Oh, on the wow. Facebook. I, I yeah. caught a few of them. I haven't caught up to some of them, but that, that was pretty funny. So, <laughs> yeah. but how do you deal with the shininess? Like I'm looking at the reflection and it's bothering me. Seeing I wish I had shininess. No? Hottest yeah, I don't know. It's already growing back. I already feel like it's down to like a zero. No, not me. Mine grows back like back here, but not up here. Not so much. No, it's <laughs> I got permaballed. Like, yeah, it's not going to grow back. So, yes, I it got... will. It'll grow back tomorrow. Are they afraid? To, are they afraid of you now? No, but they're all just kind of like look at me and they look at me funny like what are you they just they thought it was silly. Oh, well, I'm glad you didn't really have a mental breakdown. But when I saw that picture of you, I was like I was thinking that I was like, well, that dude's finally cracked. I mean, what are you you doing like what 400 live streams a year? <laughs> releasing videos every 32 minutes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's going to crack sometime. Uh, it's it's coming. Trust yeah, me. Clothing line. I can promise you guys this that like when without the entourage when i do crack i will make it epic like i will destroy my entire channel i will do it in an epic fashion where it'll just be don't, like you remember that guy like, don't take us down it. with you please do it no do it live <laughs> do it live like smash your shelves throw yeah. the shirts in a pile and 
piss on them and then burn them. Catch <laughs> your computer after you delete your channel. Like, do it live. Don't that challenge would, me. Don't that would challenge be great me. for views. Don't challenge me. I'll do it. Rip your shirt off like Hulk Not Hogan. Yet. <laughs> Rip my shirt off. Like, I'll be like, oh, I can't get it. Okay, hold you, on. You got to cut, cut the collar. Oh, that's the secret. Got that's it. My Joe wears V-neck so I can rip it off at any time. <laughs> Rich said, grab a hat behind me. <laughs> so before we uh, start BSing about HVAC, uh, yeah. Chris, while we were waiting, I had like the, the little fire embers in the air. And he's like, why'd you put that on? Because California's burned down. I'm like, absolutely. Because I no. feel bad. Chris sends us like pictures and it's depressing Ooh. to see like the air. It is depressing. Yeah. It looks like that video game Quake it's back from pretty- the end. It's pretty days. nasty. Like, I, I don't think I could show up, but like it's orange out my window right now. Wow. And I am I'm safe where I'm at. My house is cool. I mean, I live next to one mountain right next to me, but it's safe. But um, I am 15 miles south of one big fire, and then I am 10 miles north of another big fire, but they're in the wilderness. Like I live in the suburbs away from all that stuff. So but um, it's definitely crazy, and and they're going off in Northern California, up in Oregon now. It's insane. Are it's, they still spreading? Or yeah, are they spreading, and then now they're saying the ones in Oregon, potentially, they don't know. There was no lightning up there, so they think they might have been man-created or whatever. Yeah, I heard one of them was uh, started by, what do they call it, uh, a gender reveal party. Oh, that was by me. Yeah. That was the one south of me. Um, They were, it was some sort of a smoke machine. There's some pictures on Facebook. There's like a video on Facebook of a target exploding. That was not the one by me. That was a fire back in 2018 that a border patrol agent put tannite in a target and he shot it and it exploded and all the grass caught on fire. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. that was not here. So good point. Good point. um, So California's on fire. It's going to burn down. It's not contained yet. Speaking nope. about on fire, it was last year. We got an awesome giveaway tonight. Big. We do. That we do. We're going to give away all of Chris's hair that he shaved off. <laughs> it's in a bag. No, I saved it. What are we giving away, Joe? Field piece, S Men's. Don't know which ones. For Th- sure. 380V. We're going to call it yeah. the 380V. 380V. For V neck. For V neck. They're awesome. So- they're awesome. Canadians. <laughs> yeah, we're giving you the Canadian ones. Yeah, they're going to be all Celsius. So <laughs> today, today's show is brought to you in part by. Go ahead. Field piece. <laughs> Anti DIY HVAC. Ted Cook at Anti DIY HVAC. There he, you go. He had a, a couple giveaways, and the people never claimed the prize. Yeah. So theoretically, we are regifting. Yeah, we are mm-hmm. kind of. Kind we're of stealing from the poor and giving back to the middle class. So go Can watch Ted, that? but don't watch him now. Wait till after the show's over. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell so, him watch um, him, What we're gonna do, we were kind of going back and forth on how we're gonna do this. This isn't gonna be a random thing. Okay. So we're gonna announce something here uh soon, here in the next few minutes or so. We're gonna announce how you guys gotta do it. It's gonna be something, a question that you have to answer. It's um, not a technical question. It not not necessarily, no. But we are going to come up with a question here. So um, we'll, we'll announce it here in a few minutes. We're going to cover a few other things and then we'll have questions. So I also good. Also, on another somber note, today's 9-11, everyone. Mm-hmm. That I, I you know, it's interesting because 
with the young kids, I don't know if they quite do it, but I mean, I genuinely woke up this morning instantly remembering that morning, like vividly. I was about, let's see, in 2001, I think I was 18. So I remember waking up, uh, watching my mom. I was still living at home. My mom was staring at the TV and then sitting down with her, watching the second plane hit and then going to work and then just listening to the radio all day long. And actually, we weren't in any danger, but there was rumors that the one plane that was still flying was coming towards California. It landed in Pennsylvania, so that didn't happen. But um, yeah, that was uh, still just it's still just a horrible thing. Um, and and I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I just I can't get over it that that whole morning just just watching. And then I think I was watching something on Facebook or something and or I watched a video or something on YouTube. Yeah. And it was it was talking about all the people that jumped out of the building. Yeah, that was that. I mean, I don't think they really show that anymore. But like you remember watching the news while it was happening, you see the people jumping out of the building. Yeah. I just remember the documentary, the FDNY document, because the FDNY actually was filming a documentary. So they had camera crews following them, uh, one one group of them, and they were following them. So watching the camera crews and you just hear that boom and then it just kept happening. Boom. You know, and it's like, what is that? And then. Yeah, that was I think that was the first time like that something happened in the world that I was like experiencing it, not directly, but through TV and all that, that like I got choked up that it was like, you know what I mean? That you're like, holy cow, you know, shock factor. Yeah. You know, you know what? Actually, a couple days later to hear the 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 poor guys that were getting drug out of their taxi cabs is drug a and, word and getting beat almost to death. Because they had a beard and a and a turban. Oh, oh yeah. That, you know, and it's like this guy was this guy's a Sikh. He has nothing to do with these people. He's just a taxi cab driver. Like the the amount of just I mean, and not justifying anything. People were just so angry they didn't know how to direct their anger. But oh my gosh, to hear that kind of stuff too. The poor people that were just completely discriminated against at that time, you know, and just that that sucked too. I mean, and that's the thing that I don't think a lot of people realize at the time. A lot of the people that were here that immigrated, you know, came over from the Middle East, they came here because they don't like the Middle East. You know, they what were I mean? escaping that, was, that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, anyway. Yeah. Nine yeah. eleven. We will never forget. On to HVAC overtime. Let's do it. Let's do it. What do you want right. to talk about? Punch a gnome. I got to do some vocal warm ups and an audio sync real quick. Okay. Right, so for audio synced. What's up, rookie? Uh, all right. This is so that way we can kind of sync the audio, guys, you know, because it doesn't make sense. Chris, you're audio. a little off. You're a little off. Do it again. Okay. Audio sync. Audio, audio sync. All right. Lagging. <laughs> all right. Let's guys, go. we. Before we go on, we have an important caps lock question for Bill. He's mm. extremely jealous of your beard. Do you use any beard products? I do. I do. I use Wild Willie's beard butter for one. It's the best stuff on the market. And then I usually I switched over to a Gillette beard oil because it's got a superb fragrance. Now to wash it, that's key. You have to wash it every two to three days depending on your workload. I use Johnson & Johnson baby shampoo. Nice. This no this is here. this is breaking news. This is an inside secret, inside mm -hmm. trader tip. Don't tell your friends. And then also, yeah. don't trim it up, no matter what your loved ones tell you. You know, every time my my little stubble thing I got going on here, every time 
that I go and I start to like, oh, I'm going to clean up this line. I, I have to stop myself. Don't do it. Because every time I try to clean up a line, I end up just shaving the whole thing off because oh. I screw something up. And yeah. Also, yeah. if any of you guys, now that we're on beards, this, this, by the way, is a passion of mine. Now that we're on beards, if any of you guys out there ever do want to grow a long beard, when you stop shaving, completely stop shaving. Don't shave under the neck. Don't trim up the sides. Don't do none of that dumb shit. Because when it starts getting long, you'll you'll know why. Yeah. I think <laughs> you should make a beard oil, and it should be Uncle Bill's nut butter. That should be the name of it. I think somebody already makes that. Oh. Or something. Yeah, something like that. Damn it. Um, it's just going to be like, best beard oil ever, you dumb shit. <laughs> I seriously, people make me into memes in the Discord server, and then now Rich has started a drinking game for every time I rub my head, a head rubbing drinking game apparently, because I have all these weird crutches that I do. And I want a meme. People make memes of you. Yeah, no, it's college. Yeah. Actually, if you were part of my Discord server, Bill, you know you would see the cool memes that they make of me in different. Oh, I got that's banned. Not really, that's not really. Uh... Making me want to go there to see memes of you. I want to go there. Not, that's memes. not a meme. It's a gif or a gif or whatever you call it. I don't know what the difference. It's a thing where I move and people do things. Yeah, it's I don't a, know. Oh, GIF, like GIF, a yeah. giffy, giffy lube. Yep. Gif, jif, jif. I don't GIF. know the right way to spell it or say it, but yeah. it's actually pronounced jif. But GIF? a lot of people just call it a gif. What can you tell me the the history behind that, Bill? Mm, the letters stand for something. I forget what it is though. Okay. I don't even know. My world changed when I found out that uh, GIFs are searchable. I thought you oh, just yeah, had to pick yeah, like yeah. the... Oh, I love. Since since the invention of GIFs, I no longer need emojis. Only in place of GIFs when GIFs are not available. GIFs oh. can... They can express any emotion that I cannot properly express with my face and or my voice. I'm going to go ahead and insert a very, very strategic and smooth topic change right here. And we're going to talk about HVAC now. Good call. Good call. Good cool. call, buddy. Good All right. Call. See, I, that, that was smooth, we, right? Yeah, nice and smooth. smooth. Just cut. Smooth. I don't hear any HVAC stuff. Nut butter. <laughs> You're back HVAC on the beard oil again. I thought we were talking <laughs> HVAC. <laughs> I like that. Smooth. Like, hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. We got to make a gift right now. Okay. So. It's smooth like Uncle Bill's nut butter. Nice. Ike, get on that, bud. All right. Hey, so, what about that audio clip where you were uh, blowing out a drain on a rooftop unit? You're like, let's blow this guy. Yeah, I said in one of my videos, and it made me laugh. So I take my little Milwaukee blower, and, um, and I said it again today in a video that I was filming, but I was blowing a condenser out, and I said, all right, I'm going to blow this guy out. And then... Someone in the comments goes, hey, bud, you probably shouldn't say you're going to blow some guy out. And then yeah. another person said it. And then another person said it. <laughs> another. Every time I read it, it made me laugh. <laughs> I love it. I love it when you like say something wrong in a video, but then everybody comments. like They have the same comment. Like, like I just want to say to the person commenting, like, didn't you see the last guy? He said that same <laughs> Stop thing. Stop repeating it. But I usually just wrong. reply to the person and say, oh, you beat me. That was my comment. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How about I um when when in my one of my recent videos I was washing a micro channel condenser. It was actually the one where I said I'm gonna blow this guy out. 
And then, but I, as I was doing that, I described like why you got to blow out the micro channel condensers because I said the water gets vapor locked or I said, or it gets yeah. hydro locked or vapor locked or hydro locked. I don't know the term, but it just gets stuck. Absolutely. In yeah. Oh my gosh. The comments, like I I'm fine. I don't mind, but the comments, it's not vapor locked. It's not hydro locked. It's water retention or water tension. Whatever. Like, you get the point. Water, water water I don't know what it's called. The water gets stuck and then you got to yeah. take and blow it out i'm not a technical person so but i appreciate the comments they make me laugh so keep them coming so so what was the best comment the best comment was from joe Shearer, actually joe Shearer. um i don't know if you were asking me in general but joe Shearer commented saying that um i was incorrect about something and then joe and i went back and forth talking about it i actually genuinely enjoy when people challenge me in the comments and when they prove me wrong too so joe Shearer proved me wrong like joe Shearer like, is a smart dude he is. And, and, and he even came back and he was like, dude, I hope you don't take offense. And I was like, not at all. I genuinely, whenever Joe comments, I usually, it's like a challenge. It's like, oh, okay. Maybe I did say something wrong, but get him on the show sometime. Have a good yeah. conversation with him. Yeah. No, I genuinely like when people challenge me, um, especially when they prove me wrong, because then I learn something from it. Exactly. So, yeah. And that's, you know, like when we have big Clive on and even though he's, you know, much smarter than us and knows a ton more than us, it would sometimes we ask stupid questions, but I walk away a little tiny bit smarter. Yeah. Hey, real quick while I got the mic, did you guys know today is grandparents' day? For real? Hmm. I did yes. not know that. I did not know that either. I'd like to throw a shout out to your your grandma, Bill. Yeah, my grandma's in the chat. So everybody say hi to your grandparents out there. They're important. I I want to know, like, you know, I see Adam saying, hey, Joe, I became your grandma's friend on Facebook. And I see Joe, hey, I became your grandma's friend on Facebook. And I'm over here going, I don't, I apparently I don't pay attention to the overtime Facebook group enough because I don't see these comments and I think I need to pay more attention. His so, grandma makes the best comments, I got to say. Who? She does. She's like an old school troller. Like the OG oh. of trolling. Yeah. <laughs> like when that guy put his foot through the ceiling. No, he it's, fell through the ceiling. Yeah, it fell through the ceiling. And she said, yeah, great, great job. Yeah, good, good job. job. <laughs> I would have said the same thing, except I would have added something like, good job, dumb shit. <laughs> you know? oh, we love her. But She's she put awesome. like one of those, uh, like not the emoji, like, but like the picture with like the thumbs up or whatever yeah. next to great job. That was awesome. Yeah. My grandma was... got the best comments. Oh, so, man. hey, grandma, I'll see you soon. How was your week there, Bill and Adam? Heard about I'll go first since Chris I already got the mic. Blowing his blowers. Yeah. Yeah, we already know what Chris did all week blowing guys <laughs> up <and> stuff. <laughs> Man, I tell you what. So I had a call, I don't know, two days ago as a walk-in cooler. And man, this call, I don't want to I don't want to bore you guys, but it was one of those calls where it's a real simple call, but for whatever reason you feel so stupid. So the, the walk-in cooler basically had a bad thermostat and a bad evaporator fan motor. They had four evaporator fan motors, and it's a low-profile coil, right? So I get there. It's at 50. Condenser's not running. It's in pump-down mode. So I go walk in there. Evaporator's clear. Fans are spinning. Go up to the condenser. Figure out it's in pump-down mode. Check my pressure switch. Hook my gauges up. Damn right, we're in pump-down mode. So I go back down to the thermostat, and I didn't do the thing that I learned from Chris a long time ago is when you get there, you know, wiggle the thermostat, listen for that slowly to click. I didn't do that. So I get mm. back downstairs and I'm checking my thermostat. And all right, I got zero volts going across the thermostat, right? I'm like, all right, well, why is my cylinder not? So I go back upstairs, condenser's on. I'm like, all right, that's weird. And then it pumps down as I'm standing there. Go back downstairs. And I got 2.8 across my thermostat. 
right then and there, I should have figured out my thermostat's obviously flaking in and out, right? You, you went up and down that? the ladder 13 more times. I did. <laughs> I literally did. Because I'm because I'll go down there, I'll check the thermostat, and I'm like, oh, 208. And then, then zero. And then 208. I'm like, what is going on? Why is this? Am I and I questioned my ability to read a meter. And then I'm like looking at the solenoid, I'm checking for voltage at the solenoid. I'm like, I got 208 at the solenoid, no matter what I do with the thermostat. What is going on here? And then I was like, how can I just verify that the that the solenoid actually has a magnetic field that's pulling in that shaft, you know, pulling the, the the plunger up. So I'm going through all sorts of wacky things. Like in one of Rick from HVACR Survival's videos, his meter, you open up the jaws and put it in amp mode. Mm-hmm. You can you can put it next to a solenoid and it, you'll get a reading because it's interfering with the magnetic magnetic oh, field. Nice. I never knew that. Okay. Well, it doesn't do that with my meter though. It only does that with expensive, very okay. sensitive meters. Flukes. Gotcha. Yeah, flukes. Yeah, I got a field piece that I wouldn't do it to. So I'm like, well, shit, now what, what can I use? And uh, I haven't tried this yet, but I also um, know that you can take like one of those little keychain compasses. They make those. They make a special tool, yeah. solenoid valves. Yeah, but you can also just get a keychain compass, I heard, and put I that in there and it'll spin yeah. around. And those are like $3, where the, the special tool is like 15 bucks. I have it on my keychain. I use it a lot, actually. Do you? you use it for pump solenoids, yeah. I, I'm gonna get me one of those things, Max. I was Very so handy. frustrated. I ended up like telling my boss, "We gotta, we gotta eat an hour and a half of my time just for me being <laughs> stupid." It's amazing how something so simple could help you it's out so much. Pain in the ass, dude. And yeah. then I did make a video about this, and I was very, very humble with everything that I did wrong. Long list of stupid things that I should have done. I just yeah. picture you keep going up and down the ladder, going onto the roof. Oh, I'm going down and pop down mode, and I, I'm so, like thinking about the Three Stooges, and you're like curly, you're like I'm a wise guy, eh? <laughs> what he's doing? There's like, been many, many service calls where I've done the up and down, up and down, and then usually you do it once or twice, and then you think I don't want to do that again. How can I make this easier? You know, and you try to remember it for the next time. So hopefully, you're not picture. an idiot, and next time you don't do the same thing, Bill. Or HVACIR makes a good point. There is a. I read about this trying to do a little bit of research into trying to figure out why I was so stupid. Does that work? Danfoss magnetic tool app. I don't Does know. I've heard, I've heard mixed reviews on it. He's yeah. right. There is one. I just didn't bother getting it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Can so you like hold your phone up to it and it like blinks or something? I, I wouldn't be surprised if it does. I mean. Your phone does have a, uh, what do they call it, like an AM or FM jack in there that the phone companies don't turn on. Yeah. Like they're, they're capable of picking up AM, FM signals. Check it out. Gil just came into the chat with HVAC Uncensored. What's up, Gil? It's been a while since What's we've up, seen Gil? you. Happy Rick, to see you. Rick's also here. I didn't see him. Yeah. Man. I just saw Survival. Yep. We got Jessica in the chat. Anti- a lot of new people in chat, yeah. Yeah, there is. You know, we probably need to address that. You we know, do. we've been noticing a lot of new viewers coming over, and uh, hopefully, we're doing okay. So, <laughs> a lot of a lot of new people have come in in the last ten minutes. So once again, we do have an awesome giveaway tonight. Yeah, peas. Uh, I think we probably go ahead and announce it right now. We're pretty close. Should we do so, it? Should we go yeah. for it? Let's go for All it. Right, who's gonna Who's gonna spell this out? Chris, you're the you're the best t- at talking, like <laughs> big picture wise. So, we we have some big plans over the next couple shows okay um it's going to change as the shows go on for this week this was kind of we we put this together really quick um so what we're going to do is we're going to do a whole big picture right here okay we're going to spell out the big picture for you and am, am i making you happy now 
because I, I said big picture. Yes, yes. I don't have to pay myself when I say no, big no, picture no. diagnosis. Money so, laundry. Yeah. Although my wife might. Yeah, we are going to also include a lot of little details because even though you're going to do a big picture diagnosis, you got to cover the little details. No, don't copyright. start changing my thing. Oh, copyright. Copyright. <laughs> little Damn details. It. Little detail diagnosis. Okay, so what we're looking for, we're looking for a deserving person for a new S-Man manifold. That okay? could be you. That could be you. That Me? could be or you. Or you. No, it can't be you guys. Not, not Joe. Definitely, no, definitely not Joe. Not Joe. <laughs> Adam, you touch my finger. Uh, okay. you yeah, you had it. You had it. going to hook him up to a boiler. Come on. Let's do it. Almost, almost there, right there, right there. No, 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 no. No, he has it. Yeah, that's the tip. Just the tip. There you go. This is the biggest waste of time. Yeah, okay. I, I, I have that somewhere. Where is it? I have that tattoo on me. Probably in your. Oh, right there. Look, it's the. Can you see it? No, you can kind of see it. The hands, the two hands touching each other. Oh yeah, that's the Michelangelo thing, right? It's me and Chris. Definitely. Just the tips, like ET. All right, so here's the deal. Um, we're looking for a deserving person for the S-Man Manifold. So uh, we, as a group, are going to choose the deserving person. But in you know what you can actually type in the chat, we need an explanation as to why you guys think that you need an S-Man Manifold. Okay? Um, we're going to look at them. We're going to review them. What we're going to do Not, not right just now, why you need. Why, you do, why do you need? Why do you deserve? Why do you deserve? How would it help you? How would it help uh, your life? For a paragraph, just give us, you know, yeah. three, four sentences and how it could help you, how it would benefit you. Uh, are we going to set a timer on this? Once again, this stream is brought to you in part by Ted Cook at Anti-DIY HVAC. I'm going to put his uh, his link in the chat, guys. Check out his are channel. We, are we expecting them to put that in the chat? Yes. We want them to go ahead and put it in the chat right now. Um, and we are going to review the messages as they come across and we're going to choose the person. And again, we're going to have a little bit more of an organization and setup over the next couple shows, but this was kind of a last minute kind of a decision right now. So, um, I definitely want you guys to go ahead and we're going to pay attention to the chat right now and try to keep talking. So perfect temperature says, I don't have one. That's the reason <laughs> that's, 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 that's a, a compelling good. argument. It really is. Definitely. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start writing down a few people right now. So I'm going to download this magnetic tool app while you guys are doing the work. A smart pig. Smart. I don't deserve them. I just want one. Are you really writing, Chris? Or are you pretending to write? That's a I good write He's not writing. Um, He's let's write down the users. I'm writing right now. I'm doodling. I'm doodling. I have like little doodles that I do. I'm doodling all over the place. Vlogger. Me. Cuz, cuz, cuz. Hamilton, okay. Ham, Hamilton Mechanical is using an R12 manifold. That's why he needs them. Oh my god! <laughs> Interesting. Isn't reason why? Let is me it? ask you this, Adam. How has your digital manifold, since you got it, benefited you? In the beginning, was it hard to get used to the digital manifold? It definitely was. Like my the first manifold I have, well, like years and years ago when Testos first came out, and I it was a very short period of time because they broke right away. Those things sucked when they first came out. I'm sorry. But anyway, then I moved over to the DigiCool. And I was always like kind of because I always figure out subcooling and superheat in my head. But then when it showed it to you on the screen, I'm trying to like yeah. decipher all the different numbers. And it's just weird because like I think Jim Bergman said this, that your eyes kind of look to where you're normally, you know, where the, the yeah. gauge normally points, you know. 
Yeah. You don't have that anymore. Yeah, you definitely do. And um, it was a struggle for me when I first got my uh, a 410A manifold. And then I tried to use it on R22 because your eyes are looking for what you know. Like, hey, my pressure should be in this range. And you're right. like, wait, wait, what? Like everything's all confusing because the scale was different on a 410A manifold. So, yeah. <laughs> Drinking game. Joe says guys. Joe really likes guys. So... Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to confuse the chat. We need to. <laughs> we're going to keep going with this. So for those who just came in right now, we're doing a giveaway. This is a, a impromptu giveaway. It's going to change over the next couple episodes. We're going to do it again. But right now we're giving away an S-Man 380 manifold. Um, and uh, that's a field piece digital manifold. And we're looking for a reason as to why you think uh, a, a digital manifold, a new digital manifold would benefit you. We're paying attention to the chat. So go ahead and put your reason in there. Ooh, Fernando says it would help yeah, him with I've his big that. picture diagnosis. Yeah, I know who Chris is one for. Ooh, that is a compelling argument right there. Mm-hmm. He's, hey, he's playing the strings right now. <laughs> Jeremy, you think that's going to get you S-Men's, man? I could always use a second set. <laughs> not enough. Uh, oh, my gosh. That's funny. Um. I want the giveaway, Kirk Taylor. That's an interesting one. Novice has an analog pair, and he's never so had a digital. Tired of using two cups and a string. <laughs> yeah. Someone had said a minute ago that they, uh, Shannon Knight, I think, said he's been using sticks and something or other to figure out the pressures. Oh. Pretty funny. Mm, I could use them. I don't even do pressures. I just grab the line. and. You know what? The, the giveaway's over. Bill, you win them. Beer can cold. <laughs> you know what's cool? I don't know if everyone's aware about uh, about the S mans, but the new S mans, the three eighty and four eighty Vs, they come hey, with the. On. Hey Chris, you got something on top of your head? Do I? Where? Okay, there you go, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that comment too. That was pretty fun. Why am I um. That? Anyway, I so they come with clamps, the the temperature probe clamps that you plug into the back of the unit or the back of the manifold, right? I say unit. I like to say unit. But anyway, my point is you can get the job link clamp wireless probes and collect connect them wirelessly via So yeah, you can actually connect the 380V to Measure Quick if you want. You can use it with the field piece app. If you use it with Measure Quick, you can use the pressures that the 380V is seeing. You can use the temperature clamps from the uh, the job link wireless system, you know, or you can use the temp. You can use it, or like you so could use, players. or you could use temperature clamps from the freaking Testo. Sporland Testos. Yeah. You, you name it. The uh, you can measure quick, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Joe's got a uh, a super fan of the female gender in here tonight. Jennifer <laughs> Andy you know, Keith has a manifold. Uh, or, or, Sorry. Ernesto said that he was the one that snitched on Nancy Pelosi with the whole hair salon thing. That's a pretty compelling argument right there. Yeah, let's give him to so, him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then that hair salon went out of business, so we should probably sell the S-Mans and then donate the money to that poor hair salon lady who was run out of business because she had to do what the what the Pelosi told her to do. Run out Thanks. of business. Yeah, the, the, yeah, let's not even go there. Thanks, Gil. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, good seeing you, Gil. Thanks for coming yeah, in. Thanks. Take care, Gil. All right. So who's the best one so far? Who needs them? I mean, I got. I've been mentioning a few in chat. Bill's been mentioning a few. See where it's. I don't know. We'll keep an eye. Yeah, I'm reading comments right now. Um, 
All right. How has the weather been with you guys? Because, like, I just came from a colossally hot weekend where it was 121 degrees at my house over the weekend. It was insane. Um, and this whole week has been just playing catch up, at, you know, with us. Uh, we've just we haven't even gotten that many service calls this week. It's just been the leftovers from the last weekend, like trying to put out the fires and go back because that's all I did last weekend was just go hose down condensers, reset pressure controls. And then we had to go back this week and kind of just like figure out what was actually wrong. It's been kind of crazy. I'm like, I'm compelled reading. Oh, all I don't these. think that anybody was even listening to what yeah. I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to get this giveaway stuff. over with so yeah. we could talk what about stuff yeah. in a track. We have a good time. Well, it's, to it's hard to, I guess, I mean, not that I don't feel sympathy for you, but I would imagine it's always hot there because it's always on fire in California. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely an interesting one. So I don't know if Ted's paying attention. Maybe Ted should vote. Ted, have you been reading them? Who do you think is the best? He's been in chat. Yeah. I don't know if Ted wanted to be the one to decide, I think. Tell us maybe a few that you're interested in. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, HAC Heatmaster says he'll make pancakes if he wins. All right, do it. You guys, yeah. you guys figured it out. I think so. Can he yeah. make pancakes with like cake batter so they're like nice and fluffy? Yeah. And you have to use almond milk too. I don't like regular milk. Should we announce it? Yeah, let's announce it. Go ahead. All right, go for it. <laughs> don't everyone jump at once. <laughs> oh, I want to make sure we're all on the same page. All right, all right, all right. We'll I was waiting it. for it. We'll announce it on. Three. Okay, wait, let's sync this up, everybody. Yeah. We gotta do the audio sync again. Okay, so audio sync it. Go for it. It's just in case you guys are wondering, we did practice this. Right. <laughs> okay, so um, okay, we'll go ahead and announce it right now. Uh in five, four. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, I'm totally on a live stream right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's Chris. Chris, the bald guy. Yeah. No, he's not. He looks cool in the videos. He's not as cool as you think in real life. <laughs> oh wait, there's a mute button. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right, go for it, Chris. All right, uh, Andy Keith, you are the winner. Dun dun dun. Andy, what you need to do is you need to send an email to hvacovertime at gmail.com. Uh, with your information and we'll contact you back and we will um, get it shipped out in about six weeks. <laughs> no, we're, I, I just got lectured tonight for like 45 minutes about my snail mail, which, uh, you know, I have like three things to send out right now. I like to wait till I could like get a many boxes, put you them in get a group discount off the mail. That's true. All right. Is he so, here? Andy key. Let me, let me just say this right now that, when when you ask for a shout out in the chat, you absolutely will not get a shout out. Yeah, exactly, Kirk Taylor, you turd. I thought <laughs> I thought you were talking to Ike and Connor. No, but Bill, you just gave him a shout out. Oh, I did. I don't know how words and sentences. <laughs> Andy work. Keith won. Yeah, there he is. He's still here. Congratulations. Congratulations, bud. Yeah. Send an email. Uh, overtime at gmail dot com. You guys don't seem very excited. I'm excited. For that. There we go. If if we were better prepared, Ted, we would show his comment, but 
um, his he actually posted several comments, and that's why we were communicating back and forth. So his comment has since passed, and I don't he, think we have the he had a lot of good reasons. Yes. Yeah. Can you guys name Plus, one? We are biased, and um, we just wanted to. get I think this that was just the guy that um, had the big picture diagnosis comment, and Chris was like, "Come on, guys!" Come oh, on. that's how he. Yeah, that's how he got us. No, that wasn't uh, Andy that posted the big picture diagnosis. No. Did we give it to the wrong person? <laughs> no, no. Never mind. Let's start. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So let's get to the show. But hey, wait, hold on. We're going to talk HVAC, but one second. We are going to do this again next week, but we're going to yes. have a different method to our mayhem. Okay. Method to our madness, Adam. Mayhem. Madness. I like seeing, I like seeing my wooing guys out there. So next Come week, on. we're going to have a different madness. Mayhem, dude. Nope. No, I know Andy, you can't win next week as well, but tune in. Yeah, yeah and we will make that known and, right and now. And it's gonna be another you. field piece. <laughs> S man. Three eighty V. Selfish. I'm not saying yeah. you are, I'm just saying. This is the yeah. month of the S man. This is the month of the S man. S men? S men or S man? Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Clink. Clink. Your Clink. camera's farther away than mine. Hey Bill, will you touch my finger? Hey, Adam, how did that uh, mini split Look go? Fat. Look how easy that is. Which one? I've been doing so many freaking mini splits. I know. The, the last one you did there. Listen, I think I mentioned this before, but that Navac flaring no. tool is awesome. It is, is it? awesome. Yeah. And I At was, got... I've been trying to, I've been talking myself up means. to buying that for a long time. Oh, I know what it means now. Puff, puff, pass. But anyways, I, I bought it and dude, it is sweet. It is super fast and it makes awesome flares. When we talk about that Navac thing, you really have me thinking twice about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm if, thinking about a job next week where I'm going to be doing a couple flares on a walk-in. And I was like, man, I kind of really think it would be kind of sweet to have that Navac tool. It is nice. I mean, I wouldn't carry it like with you all the time, obviously. But if you have so a I job, you're doing... Full bag, like my, my drill. Like, uh, you could, but it's a little bulky. I mean, if you have like one size flare that you're going to be making, but otherwise it's like a box, you know? Can we agree that I wish Navac... Um, would instead of doing their own battery, I just wish that they would just do a Milwaukee battery already. I know, or an adapter. It just looks stupid. I just well, wish I, I tried the adapter, didn't work. Yeah, because oh, the adapter, adapter I, know I tried, nothing. I thought they I, did. I know nothing about this industry. Failed, but failed. Well, it's I think you guys were watching like, the old uh Greaves videos where he had the one with the Makita battery on it, right? Yeah, that's why I got that Makita adapter. But to that Milwaukee. was the, that was like the prototype. Well, I didn't know that. I like they yeah, stopped doing that when it went into production. Mm. Yeah, he had to make a disclaimer. He's like, apparently, because because Greaves had said he goes something in his video. He's like, I remember. He goes, I, I recognize the sound that the battery made when it connected. And he was like, it's the Makita thing. And then he like took the Makita battery and snapped it on there. And it was cool. And then he came back and said, yeah, I was since told that they're going to change that. And because uh, the, the prototype did take the Makita or whatever battery or whatever. And real quick before I forget, Chris, you might know. You might have some experience with this. With R290, when you are finishing up the job and you have to remove your service ports and you go to pinch off that copper. Yep. Is there a trick to pinching off that copper that you can pull your, you know, you, you cut the, the whatever service port you put on there, you cut it off and you have no R290 leaking out? I, I use two pinch off tools and I swear I pinched that copper, copper to the point where 
I'm almost cutting it in half. But every single time, every single time, I have just like a little tiny bit of R290 coming out. You got what kind of pin off tool are you using? Mm-hmm. Uh, I use the vice grip style one. Vice yeah, yeah. I use the vice grip style, and it works. It works good. If, for those that don't know, on the R290 vice grip. It's a rounded out vice grip. It's round and then it yep. just pinches off the line. But you can literally sever the line. I've done it before. Um, but I recently, and mine was made by Yellow Jacket, I think. But I recently had one go bad because of tightening it too much or whatever. It stripped out the threads right in the middle of a repair. I never released that video, but I was literally working on it and the thing started leaking. And I was like, what the hell? Oh, well, it's R290. Just let it go because it wouldn't seal it off. You let it go and start over again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, this last one I got lucky. It was it was just kind of you know pissing out just a little tiny bit, but it was definitely coming out. But I I was able to cover it up, just globbed a bunch of uh, silver on there and got it before. I might I I have I have something okay that. Have you ever tried taking that copper and just like bending it right over after you pinch it? I wonder if that would help. No, no, I've never done that. But I I have a I have a solution, but I don't know if I can announce it yet. Um, but there's going to be something really cool. I can't, I can't announce it yet, but there's going to be something, uh, that new, might help us when we're doing the final pinch off a new uh, tool that's coming out. Not a new tool per se. Okay. So, we'll leave it at that. But thanks Chris for the insight. Okay. Yeah. And I should just use one of those fancy refrigeration shark bite fittings and put it on the end. Um, with an end cap. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't, they don't have a refrigeration shark bite fitting, uh, that has an end cap on it yet. Oh, you just need a, a you need a plumbing pipe yeah. with an end cap. Yeah, it's all the same, Chris. Plumbing, refrigerant, water—it's all—it's all the same. Yeah. So Your rules rules don't matter. I fuck it. I'll just say it. So <laughs> that's overtime, guys. Go ahead. I, you you guys don't don't listen to my dumbass comment right now, and don't listen to what I'm saying. But I've been told that on the new uh, Sporlin. Uh, um, here it is. Insider uh, information. Insider trading. Sporlin. Uh, they they have a like Three, a shark bite thing two, that you can connect one. to the water to the, the refrigeration lines and it's removable, but it's only removable one time supposedly. But mm-hmm. I've been given the go ahead to use it on R two ninety. I've been told that it's okay. Now don't listen to what I'm saying. But in that thing right there, what happens if you took uh, a piece of quarter inch copper? I have this idea in my head. Took a piece of quarter inch copper before you connected it to the R two ninety, brazed it shut, and then used that spoiling quick connect thing and just capped it with that. So, so it's a coupling is what it is. So they don't make a, a dead end one yet. But what happens if you take a coupling, you have a piece of copper that you already pinched off and welded shut. And when you're done, you, you just, just pinch it, it off, push it on there, and you're done. And then when you need to go repair it again, yes, you made a pinch off, but you didn't have to make a braze. Yeah. Down mm-hmm. at the end. Which is so, safer. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, would that, that, that seems like it's in a gray area of you're not actually completely sealing the system up, but you kind of are. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever they, they have those displays of those freaking shark bite fittings at every supply house, and every time I walk in, I look at them. Like I just shake my head. I'm like, mm. so I don't see them here yet. Yeah, they're they're in all the United Refrigeration, but United oh. Refrigeration self brands their own. They have a sister company that makes them. So that's an interesting one because they distribute a lot of Sporland stuff too. But their own brand, sister company brand, has their own fittings. So with the uh, I never really get into the whole Zoom Lock shark bike any of that stuff. Mostly the Zoomlock conversations, the shark bite stuff. I, I'll never use that stuff. But uh, the Zoomlock, I always felt like if I'm one guy at my company, and there's 30 guys at my company. I'm the only one that has a Zoomlock, and I'm 
you know, pinching off copper here and pinching off copper there and putting all these fancy fittings on there. Somebody's got to come behind me to fix a leak like that. They got to, and they don't have the tool. Like they got to cut out all my stuff, repipe it. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting point. My, um, me and my dad were actually just talking about this last week because I was working on a glycol chiller for a beer system. Actually, I think we were, I think I posted a picture of it in our private chat, but, um, I was working on a glycol system and I was telling my dad, like, you know, we had the glycol systems are always weird because I don't, I don't service the actual fluid. I only service the refrigeration unit. So I'll change pumps on it, but I won't change the fluid. And so I had asked them to get the beverage company out. So they got the beverage company out and changed the fluid, but they didn't solve the problem. They didn't fix the problem that was making the fluid go bad, which was bad pump seals. So I was sick and tired of going back and forth because it was like I was getting emergency service calls and it was wasting my time. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to change the fluid myself. But then I was thinking, okay, I'm going to have to go buy a transfer pump. Um, I'm going to have to buy all this specialized stuff. And I'm like, do I really want to do that? Now, I know I can do it. But for the same argument that you're making, Bill, it's not beneficial for me as a company to go supply my guys with all these tools to be able to do glycol work. You know, it's, it's that frustrating thing. So what do you do in that situation? Do you just not do the work? I mean, or do you, in your case, Bill, do you not buy a Zoom lock because of a valid argument you're making that yep. your company can't afford to put them on everybody's trucks? Yep. You yeah. know? I mean, that's one of them, yeah. yeah. I guess, but for the people that do use Zoom lock on a regular, because there is a lot of people that have always used, uh, I think we should say Zoom lock max now, but yeah. a lot of people that do use that product, then it's beneficial for them. You know, they can put it on their company, but that is uh, for a small company like me, that's a hard thing to say like, Hey, I'm going to put these on everybody's trucks. You know, that's a lot of stock. Um, whether it be working on glycol equipment, whether it be working on insert name of whatever thing you don't normally service here. And yeah. I think in this particular example, it, it only works if you're thinking only about service. Like, let's say, let's say you had a group of just installers, like doing, hooking up grocery stores or running miles of piping and doing new builds and stuff, then, you know, it would probably make sense to have zoom locks in all the guys install trucks at that point. Yeah. I mean, the, the moment that you come, I used to do work for a customer that made me pull hot work permits and they would only let me come in and braise a liquid line dryer on a weekend. Um, cause it was oh, a government yeah. building and it's like, yeah. okay, that would be an argument, a valid argument for a zoom lock because you can continue to do work. You can buy zoom lock dryers. You can do all this stuff and just cut them out and not do any brazing. So that would be a, a very valid argument for something so, like that. So John McMaster has an interesting yeah, question in chat. Yeah. He's okay, asking, what is the difference between zoom lock and zoom lock max? Chris, I, I can answer that. So basically, yeah. um, the company that used to manufacture the zoom lock for Sporland, Sporland never manufactured it. They just represented it and distributed it. So the company that used to make the zoom lock, the original product that Sporland was pushing, okay, was called RLS. The RLS company um, decided to start distributing their own products. So they pulled the line back from Sporland. Are you supposed to be talking about this much in depth of detail? I mean, it's all public information. Wah, I'm not wah, saying wah. anything I can't say. So but basically, yeah. <laughs> Sporland uh, partnered with another company, uh, Connex, and has got a new type of fitting. So you need new jaws. Um, you need a press tool uh and and new fittings basically so it, you know to continue using the original product you have to go with rls stuff but rls is not widely distributed or you can stick with the new spoil and zoom lock max which is a new tool 
uh, you need new new crimp fittings basically and new fittings. So way to way I, to sell I, it, Chris. If I'm wrong, but I believe I could be wrong. And this one I gotta be careful about, but I believe the new Sporlin Zoomlock Max comes with a longer warranty, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Fitting. Interesting. Um, something that I did want to address real quick. Oh, Jessica got it. Cool. I was <laughs> curious if anybody got my name. So because I always put a name. Oh, um, now I get it. Damn I it. have no idea. In chat, oh. in the private chat, I seen Jack. I'm like, who the hell came up here? Who is this guy? Then I realized he changed his name to Jack. Burnham Isn't that where him. that movie? That's where like the original character, like Raiden from Mortal Kombat, came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's immediately. Well, that was who I thought. That makes perfect I sense. Saw that guy. I don't know if that's yeah. where the character came from, but that's who I think of. Was they Raiden. look the same? They they, they have the same outfit, same hat, and the glowing eyes. You guys know who played that guy? Thunderbolts no, out of his Thomas butt. Jane. Thomas Jane also played Punisher and a bunch of other stuff. He's he's in a lot of movies. A lot of people don't know about. But. So for if you guys aren't paying attention to the chat, it is from the movie Big Trouble in Little China with Kurt Russell. Best great, movie great, ever. great movie. Uh, best. Coolest thing. Guy drives around a semi truck like he's not in downtown L.A. So, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. Yeah, John. Did you see what John said? Yeah, basically. So basically, you need a new tool already. Jeez. Yes. <laughs> Well, there goes your sponsorship, wow. Chris. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, 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 it's public information. Just send us so, a yeah. bill. Sporlin, Sporlin is helping people out. So just, just before you pass judgment on anything, contact your local Sporlin rep. They will take care of you. So I just keep on using my torches and my Hillmore swedging tool and make anything I need fit together. Yeah. Chris, you see Ike's HR? He's saying to check your DM for product. I have no idea. Ike slid into my DMs. What? I don't know. <laughs> It could be blowing well, your DMs. Apparently, up. I don't know. So what apparently, when, when, when someone slides into your DMs, that's like a sexual reference, right? Oh no way! I mean, I don't I, I don't check anything that's not going on in the immediate vicinity of what's happening right yeah. now. I would have. I I know what Ike sent me. Ike probably made a meme or a GIF or a GIF. whatever Jiffy? a tenor or a Jiffy whatever. He made a GIF, but I can't. I have no ability to show it on the screen right now. So. If if you Ike, if you want to get anything on the screen, you need to send it to Adam. Don't so send, send me Adam. pictures of anything. I don't want them. Oh, guys, and you guys, uh, Bill, let's go ahead and report back. How did the pepperoni pictures turn out? <laughs> Not as good as I wanted. Guys, no. you guys totally failed on the pepperoni pictures. I had, right, I had a handful. I challenged everybody to send Bill the most obscene pictures. Of people or whatever with pepperonis in it. They have oh Bill wanted them to be selfies. Yeah. So I'm gonna challenge you guys again. This time send them to Joe. I want the most interesting email. bizarre pictures involving pineapples Ooh. sent to Adam. Oh come on. Yeah. Mm. Send them to Adam. HVAC overtime at gmail.com. That's a shared uh, email. That's not and guys. Email. Be comfortable in your image. Yeah. Nothing I on mean, pineapple in front of your, you know, and dunk, just whatever. Send them. It to be a picture with a pineapple with with pineapple superimposed, whatever it is. And Perfect. brownie points. If you know what? I let's Trip let's do this. Points. Let's do this. Uh -oh. We're gonna do a giveaway. The oh, best geez. picture. The best picture. Gets an All S right? man. 380V. Look at Chris stepping up the Best picture. I'll send you. I'll send you guys a hat. Um, uh, one of my um, HVACR hats. So I'll send you a hat. But I mean, they need to be like 
ridiculously silly. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, and they need to be sent to HVACOvertime at gmail.com. And we're going to vote on them can this we, week. We probably don't want to put them on the on the show next week, right? No, 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 no. We can't no, put I them on the show. Unless they want, they, unless they say it's okay. Unless it's, they say it's okay. No, no, no. no. I would, because I would like to see a pineapple picture of uh, NorCal Dave. I'm sure he can come up with something in club. Oh, he'll do it no oh, time. Oh, did you guys? Me and uh, Dave and I were having a conversation. So Dave went live, and Dave and I, uh, he might have been halfway drunk, so maybe he won't remember this tomorrow. <laughs> but he will because Dave said that we should. We totally had this thing in his live chat where we're gonna do a meetup in Vegas when the COVID thing is done. And uh, what did we? What did I say it's we were going to call it? Super Tech Pineapple Meet, Express. Super Tech Meetup. No. Super Tech Social. Super it's Tech Social. H e a c r Super Tech Social or Super Tech Social. We haven't figured that name out yet completely, but I believe it's going to be called the Super Tech Social. It's going to be meeting in Vegas, um, and uh, we'll we'll once the COVID thing is clear, we're going to book like legit book a hotel. We're going to book a series of rooms. We're going to all do it together. Bunch of YouTubers are going to come. Bunch of viewers, fans, and all that different it's like, stuff. So, it's like yeah. punk rock bowling. Only it's going to be like AHR, but just no HVAC. Yeah, we'll do it ourselves, guys. We'll announce it. What you guys, mean? anybody could come down. It's all it about out. HVAC. It's a super text. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, but just the no fans. We see vendors. The fans just, want to uh, come. No, to we're not. Uh, we're 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 selling spots to the vendors potentially. Let's okay. Okay, let's put possibly, that out there. Possibly, but but I challenge Dave. To trying to get us banned from Vegas after this trip, I said like <laughs> we need to be banned from Vegas. He's this, the type this- of guy that is like uh, would show up at the movie Hangover, right? He's the yeah. he's the one where you'd end up on the roof with a mattress and yes. blah blah blah. Yes. Yeah. So the HVACR or we know it's Super Tech Social. We don't know if we're going to put HVACR in front of it in the name. But Dave was like, again, he was kind of lit so i don't know if he's gonna remember it or not but he was like man we could do shirts we could do all this stuff so it's gonna be cool i'll be there but anyways let's not forget that next show i will give away a hat one of the hvacr one of my hats (laughs) i'm gonna send it to the best uh picture winner basically but it, it preferably a selfie with a pineapple it needs to be obscene i need you to send it to adam hvac overtime at gmail.com I'm good. With, I'm glad we're plugging that so much. I mean, because I'm sure everyone's going to come back for the hat when we're giving away another ass man. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a box truck filled with pineapples delivered to Adam's house. Hey, hey, if someone delivers a box truck of pineapples to Adam's house, I'll yeah, that. That'd like be sweet. So I can Hey, Chris, I got something I got to tell you. I go on, I so like every so often when I'm bored, I go to your website and I try to uh-huh. figure out your discount codes. I enter all kinds of random shit. You won't get it. So I said what the way that it works is every once in a while when I give away a shirt, I send someone uh, a discount code and it's just a random number and um, I make them one time use. So you're not going to get it unless you can hack my website. Please don't do that. Okay? Adam, you're nuts. Well, you know, I was just like clever. It's like, you know, yes. try everything. Pineapple pizza, big pitcher, small pitcher, yeah. small penis. That, that would know. be funny. <laughs> No, there are random series of numbers and letters and all kinds of weird crap like that. Uh, they they want the email. It's hvacovertime at gmail.com. No link. Yes. And I mean, they need to be like raunchy, obscene pictures. I want you guys to like shock Adam with these pictures of pineapples. Hey, Joe, I'm putting, I'm forwarding all emails to Joe. FYI. <laughs> well, it's, our, it's, the, it's the group's email. So we all are going to see him. Well, you, I don't have access to this email. So I'm just going to Oh, see you don't? 
Yeah, you do. No, I don't. We got to get him in. We got to get him in. I don't. Oh my god. I don't have access. I don't have access to anything. He came in late in the game. He came in after the structuring. I guess so. But we told him the password. We we each have twenty five percent share stake in (laughs) HVAC overtime. Oh, so when do I get my cut? Except Chris, ten is fifteen (laughs) percent. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, don't give them the, the password to the bank account. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm still trying to figure out when YouTube starts sending me money. <laughs> yeah, right. They don't. They keep like waiting. Fund they you. keep waiting. Oh, all, you, know, you got a bank. You got a. You got like a credit in your Google ad whatever account that has like ten grand in it, bro. That would be sweet. Yeah, right. Yeah, we give away S mans. You get an S man. You get an S man. You get an S man. Everyone gets an S man. Shannon Knight has a good point that the pineapple pictures need to be illegal in at least 48 states. Hmm. <laughs> so, the, the pineapple pictures are only legal in Alabama, guys. Come on, do it. Okay. Well, that was yeah, our talk about HVAC. Yeah, I was going to, you know, I had something. It was short and with. sweet. What were you? Joe, I got to tell you something. Did we talk about this last week? No, we didn't yeah, talk about this last week because your brother was around. We got nothing accomplished. Yeah, we were really put off that your brother was here. I got to tell you, like, really, you I are still, you're I you're a quality member of HVAC overtime. I got to tell you because we everyone you was know, like we were talking behind the scenes, like should we kick Joe out? Like, there's other guys we can get North Dave. Asshole. I don't know, <laughs> but um, I can't see it. It's a jiffy. Yeah, um, it's a jiff. It's you a, got a jiffy. Your brother is a great guy, Joe. He's a nice guy. He's a doctor. I think he's like some kind of mafia uh, dude. I don't really know. Not gonna happen. But yeah. my my point is, you add a lot to this show. Oh, thanks. You know, I, I I enjoy I enjoy your company once a week. Hold That's on, let me let me dry my tears. <laughs> thanks, Adam. Bill, <laughs> dry your tears. <laughs> hey, Peter. This no, is you know when I cry too. By the way. No, I was gonna reference like a. This uh, psycho because a situation happened at work actually, and it was a good way to reference the psychometric chart. And I want to show, I think Bill mentioned it one day about the psychometric chart, didn't you, Bill? Something about it. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's pretty whack, and a lot of people don't. And who the hell's gonna use it, right? Show us. So it's just a situation that I had at work trying to explain to one of my guys why. And I told you guys about this when I was kind of venting to you guys. When he tells me, just uh, what did I say? It Oh, it's good enough. Because mm. I was telling him to uh, duck seal. That's an mm. unacceptable term. Absolutely, right? Yeah. If it's yeah. worth and, doing, it's worth overdoing. Yeah. And, and, I, and I was like, what do you mean it's good? And I tried to explain to him. And, you know, it's funny because we went to a huge house. And I'll tell you a situation. We had a huge house. And what's huge? What's huge? Huge is huge, like over five thousand square feet. Huge. Huge. And huge. they they huge. they were huge. huge. They were having a humidity problem in the house, and they couldn't narrow it down. They, you know, we went there, nothing. We we didn't know what was going on. I could have maybe used the infrared. It might have helped in some certain areas, but long story short, is that there was some duct work from the pool area in the attic of the house. And obviously they have mm. to be separate and they didn't duck seal. Mm. Hence why she's doing the roof. Now she was doing the roof yeah, because it all rotted. And, and I want to show anybody or anybody that was interested to, to get why we duck seal and to show us Joe to see. Okay. Show us. 
Can I, I have another little experience with so, the pool area, ductwork, and furnaces. Somebody thought it was a brilliant idea to put these furnaces above a regular like office space with all the ductwork, and then um, you know it was feeding a pool, right? Well, all the ductwork slowly started rotting. The furnaces all rotted out and everything, and then the whole attic was like mold and crap everywhere because of the humidity, right? Yeah. Well, if you if you think about it, look, the ideal and what they're sized for and what they're these heat pump humidification systems are made for is about eighty two degrees Fahrenheit at fifty percent humidity. So let's look at that. If you have fifty percent humidity, you got to share your screen before you start telling us things. Okay, I can show it. Yeah, I can show you on the psychometric chart. Actually, share screen. Hold on. I genuinely don't know how to read a psychometric chart. No, Here's a little. This is a little thing for you guys can you guys see the psychometric chart on the screen yes all right okay so let's say for this example let's say the ideal temperature for a pool area would be 82 usually so we'll go to 82 the dry bulb if you go up and it's 50 percent relative humidity it's maintaining so we're around there and if you look around there if you go to the saturation 100 saturation it's about 68 degrees so anything below in that attic 68 degrees you're going to get condensate. And that's exactly what was. Well, <laughs> I guess Joe had enough overtime for this week. <laughs> wow. Leave it to Joe, man. We should not have let Dude, him. Dude, he was, he was winning on that one, too. Because he was like that close. I was just about to ask him a question. On yeah. that too, I man. genuinely remember doing that in school, but I've never, ever in my career pulled out a psychometric chart and used it. And he was like, to- and I was like, oh, okay, that totally makes sense. And then. I just kept thinking, there's a lot of lines on that picture. Oh. <laughs> Psychometric charts are cool when you see people that know how to use them actually use them. I yeah. thought that was like an old map of a mountain. I've I've never learned how to use one. There's a seriously, there is a lot of lines on a site, and there's like curves. Oh yeah, and, yeah. 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 Like I've read well, about two of them too, though. There's there's a psychometric chart and there's a entropy chart. No, what's the other one? Enthalpy. No. I, we try that again, Joe, without you deleting yourself. Oh my God! Bill so, anyway, ask you a genuine question. <laughs> Hold on, before I, before I get that question. So, exactly. So, obviously, there's positive pressure in the ducts. Anything that's coming out, obviously, is going to be condensating when I reach. Because you know, in Canada, especially in Canada, especially anywhere. You could say. Winner winner of the comments right now was Red Fathom. He said, poof, oversaturated. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny. All right. Yeah, go ahead. I cut you off. I'm sorry. So they had really cold air leaking into the attic, which would cause condensation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because so shouldn't that should that ductwork been insulated from the get go then? Yes, exactly. So the house. So what happened is when they were doing the, the, the attic, we're like, wait a minute, we want to look in your attic. Let's see if there's anything we can see. And when we look in the corner, one corner, we see ductwork coming from the pool area going through one of the corners and it was uninsulated, not duct sealed. Air was coming in, so we duct sealed it. I haven't had a problem since. You should go back with one of those Dow froth packs and just give it a spray. You know? Dow, what are you talking about? It's like spray foam. It's like the DIY spray foam. 
Yeah, yeah, that that would help. I'm pretty sure when she did her new attic, she spray foamed the whole attic. And you know what? This place we're doing now, um, you can spray foam all you want, but you're still going to get a good possibility. You're going to get, you could get humidity in there or below the dew point temperature and get condensation. So you always got a duct seal. I was trying to explain this to the helper. Duct seal, duct seal, duct seal. Because what we're doing is I'm using the flex duct. Oh, flex here duct we go. I'm insulating it. Here I have we go. To. It's it's after the fact. They already framed all this huge ceiling. It can't get into some places. So I'm using flex duct. I oversized an inch, obviously. And all the time when I use flex, I oversize an inch. But Every uh, size you spread it out. Sorry. You stretch it out. Yeah, you have. Yeah, Chris, and you have to yeah, you have to stretch it on brace it, Bill. You can't just be like those uh, lazy bums, just leave it there. You have to stretch it out, hang it up. Um, because yeah, and and, and so I was the only person that stretched it out. Okay. <laughs> and so when I'm and so when I'm this is where I was venting on him because when we're joining together with couplings or whatnot, um, I'm duck sealing that as well, duck sealing everything. I'm like go, going over it more than once. And he's probably getting sick of me telling him, and this is why, because we don't want that huge job to go to shit, right? No, definitely no. Especially on the yeah, that job, no. The customer yeah. you deal with, dude. I'm no. There's no yeah. way you can't screw that stuff up. Well, and you know, you know what? It's the same thing when we went there um, for the job. Uh, they were undersized, and when you look at all the windows they had, you know, when you're sizing a place like that, it's a little different than residential. It's almost like a light commercial setup. You're sizing for CFM essentially. Um, and that's how he sides the ductwork when it transitions. You always want that point one, pretty much. And you want your CFM. And usually what we do is we size, let's say, um, what is it? Um, for five C, uh, five CFM equals, let's say, um, sorry, five Q, uh, can't come to my head right now. Anyways, they were way over undersized, way over undersized for all the windows. Which way and, over under? Well, it's, put it this way. I say I, I size for five CFM. Let's say to be safe, you could five, you could you could size for three CFM per square foot of window space. So if you add all your square footage of window space, including all the pool area, and what temperature you want to maintain it at, they were way under. They were about almost not even three thousand CFM, and they needed way more than uh, three uh, three thousand CFM to maintain all those windows to get that CFM at those windows. So I was at a, uh, a well-known plumbing supply shop a couple of days ago, because for some reason they don't have in-house HVAC guys. So they called us out and the complaint was the office area of the building. Like it's mm -hmm. a huge warehouse, huge, a huge group of offices in a very, very old building that was converted to this warehouse form. Right. And all the offices, like the walls are almost all glass, like old, old glass. And they have one, I want to say a seven ton unit for all the offices and a seven ton unit for the whole warehouse. And I did zero heat load calculations, but I took some temperatures like throughout the office and like obviously right where the, the ductwork comes down right off the unit. I'm pretty comfortable. But then as we go down the trunk line all the way down to the back of the office, like it's, it's worse. It's so horrible. Mm -hmm. I was like, you guys are severely undersized and I have done zero heat load calculations. I don't even know what a psych chart is, but it's obviously you guys are, are way uh, undersized with this thing. That's the story of every single duck system that I come across. Everything is undersized. Um, that's you know, because, we, we, that's because everyone just rotates your duct elator 2.1. They run well, that, yeah. they, use, they use a non-flex duct calculator for flex duct. Right. That, that, yeah. Is, yeah. All, that is also true. Yeah. 
So I, I, it wasn't until 10 years into my career that I realized that they actually make a flex duct calculator. Not that I really use one, but I was intrigued like, oh, wow, there's a difference between just round duct and flex duct. You know, the difference is the Reynolds, the, the Reynolds number. The Reynolds number. Is that what the actual thing is? Basically, it's like how the air moves along the surface of mm. some corrugated surface in a flex duct. Well, the, yeah. the metal has a Reynolds number, too. There's like Got a it. number, but it's like, right? yeah. Duculator is the way to go. Reynolds so factor. That, that Reynolds number, you're just talking about the like the restriction, the, uh, the yeah, friction your hands over the surface of the the inside surface of the duct, right? The friction loss, yeah. essentially, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it's uh, somebody Google it. I don't remember exactly. I'm gonna start it's, sounding like an idiot. Send me an email to hvcovertime at gmail .com and I'll let you guys know <laughs> about it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, for a big room, since you're not doing different houses, like like I said, for the room, a big room like that, I just go, I just try to maintain my point one, um, each transition, reducing transition, and I, I subtract my CFM that I'm using at different branches, and that's about it. Long story short. Hmm. I think one of the big problems, too, with people that design, again, I've never well, I've done, like, design two times in my career, and it's always been for, like, family and stuff, but... I think one of the biggest things too is is people assume that if they look at a duct calculator and they say, okay, you know, we need to move two thousand CFMs of air through this system or whatever, mm -hmm. they 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 start with one duct size and then they don't pay attention and properly reduce it down at the other end. That's right. Um, and you know, for velocity basically, because you can, you know, you you want a certain amount of throw coming out of your 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 supplier, your diffuser, whatever you want to call it, and they don't pay attention to that. I agree. And, um, you get a lot of problems, especially here in SoCal. We have just it's notorious that if you have a sec a two story home built in the eighties, the biggest complaint is is upstairs it never gets cool yeah. enough. You know? Yeah. Well, you know and, why that is. The exact reason why that is is because when people are sizing, there you're supposed to be taking the longest run into account, right? Yep. Um, and that's how you size that run. Um, and that's the whole point of saying that you're not supposed to always size everything at point one residential sizing something at point one, because it's point one inch of friction loss for every hundred equivalent feet of duct, hundred yeah, right. equivalent feet of duct is not a hundred feet of duct. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like 190, yeah. 190 can, depending on what type of 90, you could have a 90 that eats up 40, 50 feet of equivalent well, that and when you think about um cookie cutter homes which is what we have here in socal they don't do a 90 they do a freaking elbow that's immediately bent and inside out you know and it's in a freaking six inch i mean there's nothing you know or they use those stupid uh like i'm looking in my room right now i don't know what they call these but i have a, a vent on my sidewall right above a closet and it's like if you look inside of that the the space is four inches on the inside of that you know, and I mean, they, they don't account for that stuff. But when right. they're doing the 90s, yeah, they don't do a sweeping 90. They do a, you know, immediate flex right. 90. Yeah, everything it's, has a different. And you know what? Like I've showed you guys a couple different. I was like, you know, sending you pictures of different things they've done. Um, Oval duct work. You, the, you, I never seen that before. You were the first person. And, that showed and like, that. like Goldberg fitting. Sometimes that's like you have to do that. A lot of people would just deadhead two square ducts together. And a Goldberg fitting is like a 90 that changes orientation. It changes. I call that a reverse 90. It's called also a rounded bullnose something. I don't remember. But anyway, but that eats up a lot of, that's like 60 feet, equivalent feet. 
But mm. Goldberg is like 60 equivalent wow. feet. But the whole thing too is it depends on your feet per minute, right? So if you um, if you slow down whatever feet per minute you're doing, those equivalent numbers uh, also drop. So if you have a, a 90 that's worth 30 equivalent feet, it will drop. You know, if you if you make it smaller, if you well, no, if you make the duct bigger, if you make the duct big, think of about it this way. You have a bunch of cars driving on the highway and everyone's driving at 80 miles an hour and they're bumper to bumper. It's very hard to get off and like switch lanes and get off the the highway. Right now, if you have a highway that's like 12 lanes wide and everyone's going 80 miles an hour, but then they're spaced out farther apart, it's a lot easier to change lanes and get off the highway. Right. You're not bumping into everyone and. We do yeah. the same thing. Um, you know, a lot of people can't grasp the concept of pipe our proper piping practices when it comes to refrigeration equipment. And it's the same thing. We have equivalent length that we have to deal with. We have velocity pressure. We have oil return. And it's the same concept as airflow. I mean, it, re- it really is. Yeah. I mean, airflow yeah. is a moisture or is a fluid move. Fluid movement essentially. The one thing there's like a happy median though, because I say like increase the size of the duct to slow the air down a little bit. Um, That makes it quieter and everything else. But the thing is, you don't want it to be going too slow because then you won't have enough push to make it out the other side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Uh, On that note. Yeah. Yep. How many times can we say yep? It was good talk. That, that is interesting, though, because, you know, I, I honestly have not done much duck design, but it is intriguing to know that the problems, I understand it quite a bit now, but especially when I was younger, you know, sitting in my bedroom thinking, man, the air conditioning vent never hits me, you know? Oh, why not? You know, why do I have to run a fan? And, you know, even early in my career, I remember thinking, you know, trying to solve the problem of the airflow on the second floor. I remember going to someone's house to try to help them out one time, like a friend. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy one of those inline duct boosters and I'm going to boost the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, it upstairs. Sometimes, you know? honestly, all you need to do is change the grills and the, you know, the grills and the supply registers. If you get a better yeah. register, I mean, have you guys, I know, Joe, you have. I know you do this all the time. I'm sure, Chris, you probably run it. I mean, you guys probably all do, right? Because it's all uh, commercial, commercial. And Joe works on rich people's houses and he, like, you know, <laughs> plays with pipe all day. But anyway, you know, the commercial registers. Mm-hmm. Where it's like half inch spacing and it's like yeah. double def- double throw or double deflection yeah. or whatever yeah. it's called, then you could change. You get so much more airflow out of those than you do sure. like the cheap like residential ones. So much more airflow, yeah. you know. Yeah, and and you know what? The, usually the light commercial um, grills are better than the HVAC. Uh, sorry, the residential because they're just too restricted. You got all this metal everywhere. By the time the air comes out, they're this big. You know what I mean? Um, so, so great, great question in the chat right now. Where's it at? Um, oh gosh, come on. Where's it at? Oh, let me forget this. Dang it. Where's it at? Great point. Someone, oh, right here, right here. Joe yeah. Fiducio. Fidu, fid, Fiduciary. Fiduce. Wait, how the hell do you say that? Fiducioso. Fiduciary. Joe Fiducioso. King of the Hill HVAC shirt with us four. Who is Dale? I'm definitely not Dale. Okay, I'm Boomhauer. If I'm anybody, Boomhauer. <laughs> yeah, who would I who, be? Who's the guy that you can't understand talking? Dale, that's Boomhauer. Dale, yeah, that's Boomhauer. Okay, okay. Come on, let me tell you what. Dang, dang it, man. <laughs> man. Hey, man. And I was like, that's got to be Joe because we can't understand a damn thing he texts. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. That is yeah. right. Yeah, can I be? Uh, right. Can I be Hank? Or we just? Yeah. I was thinking. About, mm-hmm. I I think uh, you know what Chris oh, could be the son. Chris is the son. 
God yeah. damn it. Yep. Yeah. I, I would you know, I see that. I can't yeah, do a good Bobby. impression. I want to be La- what is the the Laotian neighbor? What is his name? I like him. I was watching King of the Hill clips the other day. Nah, He's Laotian. I'm Laotian, stupid. <laughs> you can talk about propane and propane accessories. Yep, that's right. Yeah, well, we, we already have our own King of the Hill shirt, guy, or King of the Hill shirt, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is pretty badass. I have to admit, it is pretty I badass. Do. We need to get some of the button-down dicky shirts now with that design on the back. The bowling shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Good point. Hey, Adam. I was, do you have any shirts left? No. Anything left? No, we gave away so much, man. Oh, man. Actually, I, I think we have like away. a hat or something left. Beavis but... and Butthead. King of the Hill was a spinoff of Beavis. If we have a hat, we should give one away up. today. Just cause. Dude, I don't, I don't know where they're at to tell you what sizes okay. we have. All right. Yeah. It's probably somewhere. an extra large flex or a, uh, or a uh, snapback. Fiducioso. Okay. Fiducioso. I don't know why I struggled with that so bad. Fiducioso. 15 minutes later. Jim, you know, Joe is definitely Boomhauer. <laughs> See, exactly right. Joe is definitely Boomhauer. Yep. What was that, Joe? And you can't understand nothing he's texting. Hey, not, oh, man. Not, not kilometers, Joe. kilometers, kilometers. Joe sent me like a text with like a paragraph of talking in there, and I just responded. I said, "Was that some kind of distinguishable language that you spoke?" Look <laughs> at <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris and I mean Bill and chat. Yep. That's that's a text from Joe right there. That says I'm doing good, guys. <laughs> See, <laughs> Chris has it. He got it. He has it. All right, we're in this. Yes. All right, guys. On that Thanks, note, guys. Thanks Bill. for stopping. In. Oh, we forgot to say hello to your number one fan. Oh, uh, Randy's probably in bed by now. No, Randy's at his cousin's house tonight, dude. Yeah, they're probably in bed. No, wait, they're not Southerners, so they're not in bed together. So he's walking. (laughs) Jeez. Hey, Ray. Luke, if you can hear me, bark twice. He already barked. Guys, check out Ted's channel on. uh, I'm going to be posting a link. Anti DIY HVAC. And Southerners don't necessarily always sleep together if you're related. (laughs) 